Welcome to InvestorCom's Wealth Compliance Leader Series. In today's conversation, we have the absolute pleasure of speaking with Michael Lobansky, Head of Product at RIA in a Box. You'll have a chance to hear more about Michael's background and the intersection of compliance and technology in the wealth management industry. Michael, you are a veteran in the regulatory compliance technology industry. I've asked you uh, one too many questions, probably, and you've had to wear multiple hats in your career. I'm curious what interested you in this intersection of regulations, technology, and financial advice. Yeah, so good question, Parm. This is not you know necessarily something that uh, everybody wakes up uh, or or is born to say like, I, I wanna do uh, <clears throat> to solve compliance challenges through technology for uh, investment advisors, but you know, it's the place that I've found myself ending up and it's been a interesting path and journey to, to get there. So, um, <clears throat> so I've been in the financial technology space for um, I don't know, say 13 plus years at this point. Uh, and uh, it's uh, originally actually in a different sector of the financial space more in uh, bank with banks and credit unions um, and uh, was originally with small, medium sized kind of uh, community and regional banks ultimately. And, and but but with regulation uh, as well, there are different regulations than what I'm dealing with now and found that there was ways we could build products, <clears throat> excuse me, through technology that could help with uh, addressing some of these, you know, emerging regulations. And this was coming out of the financial crisis. And so there was a lot of demand for a lot of new regulations coming down the pike and then a lot of demand for how do we solve these things. Um, we could try to do it manually, so technology could help us. And so charting out a path for solving those problems. So that was step one. Step two, uh, and so I, you know, developed some really great products during that time there with a, uh, with a company called Sageworks. And, um, from there, it evolved towards uh, looking at broader things in the capital market space, uh, kind of innovation um, as it relates to data and data products, uh, and uh, looking in particular at compliance and connections as it relates to compliance, looking more on the side of things like uh, sanction screening and OFAC lists and other things like that, but really connected data. And uh, it was an interesting time. It developed also alternative data sources was kind of emerging for hedge funds. And so it was, again, uh, a whole different area, but that led me on my path. And then the next stage was working actually with a startup in the investment advisory space. I'd always had an interest in the kind of wealth management space uh, previously throughout um, you know, some of the time in business school and other things where I engaged with that industry. And so worked with a small startup uh, in that space and really got a more exposure, um, not necessarily in compliance for a period of time, but in other aspects of the investment advisory space. And, uh, and so then when the opportunity arose at R in a Box, it was a great kind of intersection of everything that I'd done when it relates to compliance as it relates to addressing compliance needs through technology. And then feeling like there was really an opportunity in the wealth management in the investment advisory space for a disruptor to help kind of streamline some of these manual processes and, and uh, you know provide solutions that would help provide build efficiency so investment advisors could spend more time on some of the other things that would help them grow their business versus some of the manual intensive aspects of compliance. Hey, you know, uh, reducing the manual processes in the, in the wealth management sector, Mike, is, has been a, 
common thread, uh, uh, I think, across both of our uh, career and, and I guess uh, current occupations. Um, um, let me ask you this. So as you said off the top, you, you, you know, you've had to wear multiple hats, uh, um, really a lot of work in the fintech space and most recently in the, in the I guess, the reg tech space. Um, if Mr. Lubansky had a, had a magic wand, uh, uh, what are the top things uh, you would do to transform our industry? So uh, um, <clears throat> I think one of the big challenges everyone faces when they're trying to address, whether it be compliance challenges or just anything because of the growing uh, need kind of aspects of technology and data in particular, um, it's very challenging to integrate data between different systems and disparate systems. So I guess if I could wave a magic wand, I'd create a way for a more kind of seamless, effortless integration of data sources uh, so as to really simplify uh, and create more efficiencies so that there could be more time spent on actually solving <clears throat> particular problems with workflows and processes versus finding ways to make sure to integrate the data and make sure it was coming in accurately and everything else or just connecting the data. So uh, so that would be probably, if, like guess, top of my list if I had kind of magic wand is creating an easier way to create these kind of integrations of, of data across various systems. Hey man, you might be onto a billion dollar idea right there. There you go. Um, speaking of integrating data sources and disparate data sources, uh, specifically in our in our space, Michael, you know, we've now uh, between InvestorCom and, and RI in a Box, we've partnered on an application that tries to do that for the financial service providers and advi financial advisors. Specifically, we recently learned about the DOL's expectations around rollover recommendations, a, a fairly significant element of providing financial advice. And in your experience, what are some of the best practices for dealing with this regulatory change? And, and what role do you believe technology plays in adapting to these new regulations? Yes, I mean, best practices for dealing with regulatory change for anyone in the space is to first understand and gain a deep, as deep of you know, understanding as possible of, of the, the regulatory change and the scope of it and how relevant it is for, you know, uh, the firm individually, I mean, for us as a technology firm, we're trying to understand in terms of like, how can, how does this work for our clients? What problems does it potentially surface? Uh, and how, you know, and so from there, and then how would, what I would look at as a, you know, a technology firm was like, how understand the what of the new regulation, analyze how would um, that challenge be addressed manually, which is the same thing that probably an advisor might look at is like, okay, this is what I need to do. You know, if there were no technology, how, by no technology, meaning if I had not just paper and pen, but an Excel spreadsheet or whichever, like how would I, how would I need to solve this? How long would it take me? Uh, and then from there, like if I could do this more efficiently <clears throat> in an ideal world, what, what would I do? How would I, um, if I could wave a magic wand to have the technology, both the data integrations and the technology and process flow that could streamline this process, what would that look like? That's what I'm thinking about from a technology perspective. But even as, as an advisor, like that would be a good way to think about things because you can say like, okay, at a baseline, I'm gonna have to do this. I know I have to do, do this in some way, like, but, but is there a better way? And if so, um, you know, are there technology providers or partners out there that can help me in doing this? Um, and, and you know, maybe sometimes have to be a combination of technology providers sometimes 
but uh, there, there's a lot of innovation going on out there. So be surprised sometimes people should, should be expect, especially with regulatory change that someone out there probably is looking at a way to do it better. And so uh, definitely explore your options on those things. And even if you explore those things as a, you know, an investment advisor um, and find that you don't you know, use the technology you explore, you may learn some things at least from those providers in terms of how they're doing things more efficiently. Maybe that helps you at least in the interim uh, to do things more efficiently with your process. And over time, maybe you then decide to further leverage technology to, to even go the next, next step. Right on. And, and, and you know what? Um, I, I couldn't agree more with you on this, Michael, because when we uh, recently conducted a poll in, in an industry event, um, we asked, hey, it, it, given the PTE 2020 uh, uh, regulatory deadline coming up the end of June, what, what are firms doing? Uh, how are you tackling the set of requirements? And, and uh, this is conducted in March, just to give you timestamp this a little bit. Um, 70% said, hey, we've got a, to your point about spreadsheets and PDF forms, they've got somewhat of a manual process that's effectively, it's a bit, a bit of a band-aid solution to meet the requirements. Now, obviously firms are, uh, will kind of look more seriously towards adopting technology solutions as that deadline kind of uh, uh, approaches. Uh, now in, in that light, let me ask you a couple more kind of final questions. Um, Obviously, there's been a lot of change, a lot of regulatory change that you've come across personally, uh, and you're sort of helping your clients with, Michael. There's been a lot of these changes in the wealth management industry, both in principle and end spirit. How do you believe, theoretically, if, if, or maybe philosophically, technology can help on this front? Yeah, so... Um... You know, there's, there's again, the, the, the things we've talked about a little bit through some of these other questions is, you know, it's important with to be able to connect data sources, create consistent process, and automate the busy work to allow really more time for true analysis and risk management. Uh, so uh, those are the really big things that technology can help with is, is, you know, creating those connections to find, you know, connect the data um, and create these efficient processes. You know, the more, more regulatory change there is, um, the more technology is needed really to help solve and address these things because the more difficult it then becomes to try to keep up with all these things manually with the spreadsheets and, and so on. And, and so you really want to get to a place where you can, anything that can be a little more automatic and take less time, um, you should do, especially if you've now got like five different new regulatory boxes to check. Because uh, you want to obviously have have that automated, so you have more time for true analysis. Even if it's as compliance related, you want to be doing the analysis aspect of it. And the parts that are going to really help you better manage the risk for your firm. So um, those would be kind of the the big takeaways for me. And I think those seems like those changes are going to continue, certainly. And so technology is going to continue to play a larger and larger role for really um, you know investment advisory firms of of all sizes. Michael Lubansky, it's been a pleasure. You, you've shared with us a little bit about your personal background, what you do with that magic wand, and obviously uh, where you and I agree in the line is advocating for technology adoption. Let's make the wealth management profession much more efficient, frictionless uh, as possible. Thank you again for your time and uh, speak to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Parham, and thanks for, for having me on. If you enjoyed today's session, please like the video and subscribe to InvestorCom's YouTube channel for more around our Wealth Compliance Leaders series.